Hello everyone and welcome to the first uh, edition, episode, whatever you'd like to call it, where Tim goes down memory lane. We're going to talk a little tunes today and we're going to start it off. Uh, I'm not sure why I picked these guys, but I did. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about 38 Special, who a lot of people think of as a uh, southern band, and I guess they are, but... Uh, not the uh, South, like Alabama South, but uh, formed in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Of course, um, by the younger brother of uh, Ronnie Van Zant of Leonard Skinnerd fame. Uh, as I said, formed in 1974, and uh, with the help of the uh, Leonard Skinnerd's uh, manager. Uh, they got a uh, uh, some slots on some uh, concert tours. Uh, they opened for uh, Peter Frampton, Foghat, and of course Kiss, and they were signed by uh, A&M Records back in the day. Remember Records People? Yeah, that's really something, eh? And they released uh, their first album, 38 Special, in May of uh, 1977. Now, when we take a look at that album... Uh, not really any of the big hits from what uh, they're known for. Uh, they uh, covered a Chuck Berry tune, uh, Around and Around. Uh, that got some airplay. But other than that, um, for the most part, uh, I think it I hit 148 on the Billboard Top 200 in the albums. But uh, no singles or anything like that. But still, everybody's got to have a first album. And back then, uh, first albums aren't like now. Um, you had to get your feet wet usually before you really hit some fame. So, uh, of course, uh, uh, there's a couple of members changes in there, which I won't get into. If you really want to find that, you can go look that up yourself because there's too many of them to keep track. And, of course, then in uh, 77, Ronnie is killed in the uh, Skinner plane crash. And uh, the band uh, releases a special delivery in March of 78. Now, uh, again, <clears throat> um, no big hits off this album. Uh, doesn't even chart from what I could find, which I thought was unusual. But that is the way of uh, uh, the music industry in those days. But still, sold well enough to get another uh, album out there. And in 1979, Rockin' Into the Night is released. And now we've got some action on the uh, uh, the charts as uh, Rockin' Into the Night, of course, great song. Uh, Stone Cold Believer, I always like too. And uh, Money Honey also uh, comes off that album. Um, the the uh, record goes to uh, 57 on the uh, Billboard uh, Top 200. And uh, Rockin' Into the Night uh, breaks into the Top 50. Um, in the uh, singles charts in 1980. So, of course, that is, uh, that's what the record companies wanted to see back then. So that's got uh, 38 Special on the map, so to speak. And uh, now we're starting to get into uh, my frame, as in uh, 1981, uh, 38 Special releases uh, Wild-Eyed Southern Boys. Um... 
and now we get some some big hits uh, hold on loosely of course uh, which still you'll hear today on soundtracks and uh, it was in guitar hero uh, things of that nature it really broke into the uh, mainstream uh, media became a bit of a, a cult hit if you want to use those words um, I, uh, Wild-Eyed Southern Boys is also on that uh, album, and also uh, Fantasy Girl, which is a great, great song. Uh, of course, uh, for those who didn't know, uh, the big hits on this song were uh, co-written with uh, Jim Paterik from uh, Survivor, which may be something people didn't know, particularly uh, Fantasy Girl and Hold On Loosely. Um, that album <coughs> goes... Uh, to uh, 18 on the top 200 or 100 I guess and uh, the singles they have uh, five singles chart off that album um, or four sorry uh, but uh, Hold On Loosely goes to number three and that sort of uh, uh, this really makes the 38 special relevant and they get on my radar a little bit and then they release uh in uh, 1982, uh, Special Forces. Well, let's talk about Special Forces. What a tour de force. <laughs> you get that joke, you will soon, if you didn't. Um, Caught Up in You, great song. Uh, Chain Lightning, everybody likes. Rough House, and uh, nine, nine tracks, all of them great. Uh, Don Barnes singing his behind off. Um, band's really hitting their stride. This one goes to number 10 on the album's chart. Uh, Caught Up in You goes to number 1. Uh, you Keep Running Away hits uh, 38. Chain Lightning goes to number 9. So they're getting, they're getting hits. They're touring like crazy. And uh, they're really in really in stride at this point. Uh, you got to listen to this album. You got to buy it. You got to listen to it if you if you're a fan of the tunes, uh, which of course a lot of you are. Uh, so that that happens. They tour for quite a while, becoming a household name at this point. Um, and in 1983, November of '83, uh, Tour de Force comes out. Um, this album really this is their this is the one for them um, it's the one that everybody pretty much knows um, it was huge uh, full disclosure I was in grade 12 headed into I don't know 83 right I was headed into grade 11 that summer when this came out, um, big hits. Uh, what if I'd been the one to say goodbye? The back where you belong, of course, was uh, everybody was playing that. Twentieth uh, Century Fox, another great song. Um, once again, the the harmonies, the singing, southern rock kind of sound. Um, Doesn't get much better than this if you like that kind of tunes. Uh, great stuff. Um, definitely a part of my childhood without question. 
Uh, the album only went to 22, but in 83, the uh, music is really starting to move. Uh, what a, if I'd been the one hit uh, number 19 and uh, Back Where You Belong hit number 20 uh, in 84. But I would have to say, for me, this is their best album. Uh, so that that goes on, and uh, 38 Specials very much uh, established. Uh, uh, so then in uh, a couple of years go by, as of touring and all that stuff, and uh, in uh, 1986, uh, Strength in Numbers, the seventh uh, 38 special album, is released. And uh, it's also got some pretty good songs on it. Uh, it goes to number 17 on the Billboard charts. And uh, we get some two top 50 singles uh, like no other night and somebody like you um, another pretty solid piece of work this was the first uh, 38 special album I had on CD back when uh, CD players I bought my first CD player and it cost $699 and I nearly fell over and uh, but of course back in the day they, they were Talk about salesmen. You know, for that $700, you can, you can get a f two free CDs. And one of the ones I got was uh, Strength in Numbers. Uh, and I have to admit, I know this is really dating me, but uh, what sound? I w we were blown away by the sound because back then, um, you know, now vinyl is the thing again. Because, you know, vinyl does have a unique sound. Um but uh, you couldn't match the clarity of CDs back in the day. It was just, I, we heard things that we didn't know were on albums, it's particularly if you didn't have a really high-end uh, audio equipment. Um, the uh, CD, you, you could get away with a much lesser system and still hear more than you could with a, with a vinyl. Uh, I will admit vinyl is king if you've got a great... Uh, uh, phonograph and a great uh, great set of speakers then then vinyl is is well worth the effort but if you're on uh, I mean I wasn't a rich boy growing up that 699 sounds like a lot of money it was a lot of money but uh, I can't lie I uh, I used about uh, three or I was maybe four hundred dollars of that 699 came out of my student loan <laughs> my parents died they, oh, there you go everyone no one knows that that's that's uh, full disclosure uh, anyway, uh, back to the 38 special. Uh, Strength in Numbers, great. Uh, another great album. And then, uh, as most record uh, companies and groups do, uh, out comes the uh, Greatest Hits album, or Best Of, as they called it. Flashback, uh, released uh, July of 87. Uh, to be honest, now, if, if you're uh, a fan of uh, 38 special, but not a huge fan, this is the CD you want to buy. Uh, it's got the uh, theme from uh, Revenge of the Nerds on it, uh, Back to Paradise, which is you know, not the greatest song, but, but catchy. Uh, Hold On Loosely, uh, Wild-Eyed Southern Boys, uh, If I'd Been the One, Caught Up in You, Fantasy Girl, Rough House, and Same Old Feeling, which is a new song, uh, Back Where You Belong, Stone Cold Believer, Teacher Teacher from the uh, motion picture uh, teachers, of course. Uh, like uh, like no other night, 
uh, 20th Century Fox and rocking into the night. Um, it doesn't get much better than this, people. One of them CDs, uh, albums, tapes, eight tracks, whatever the hell you were playing that uh, you could put in and you didn't have to fast forward or anything. You could just let it go. And uh, 57 minutes of pure goodness. Uh, so uh, now, of course, the music is starting uh, to hit. Uh, we're, we're up to September of 88. Uh, we're starting to see a bit of a change in the music industry. And, of course, um, 38 Special is affected just like everybody else was. Um, they release Rock and Roll Strategy. Now, one of the things about this is uh, Don Barnes is not the singer on uh, this album. He's no longer in the band for whatever reasons. Um, and uh, Donnie's doing most of the singing uh, with uh, Max Carl. Um, and you can tell it's 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 not it's not as good an album. Not even close. Um, they do. It goes to sixty one on the charts, and uh, rock and roll strategy hits sixty seven. But uh, they do have a top ten hit with second chance, which is uh, more of a ballad and not really. Um, I like the song, but it isn't uh, the uh, normal uh, thirty eight special fun, good time sort of tune. Um, but nonetheless, uh, top 10 hit is a top 10 hit. Uh, but then we get to see, as we do with all bands, where, you know, it's, uh, been, uh, from 1974 and we're at 19, you know, we're up to 1991 now at this point. So that's, uh, 17 years and the band is starting to lose its uh, mojo. Um. Uh, they released Bone Against Steel in 1991. Um, I got to be honest, uh, I don't know a, a single song off this album. It did go, uh, it was in the top 200 for sales. And uh, it did have uh, The Sound of Your Voice went to number 33 in the Hot 100. But I've got to be honest, uh, I would be hard pressed to pick that song out of a group. Um and then, of course, uh, uh, the grunge scene hits, and 38 Special is not heard from again until 1997, um, when they release a Resolution, which does have Don Barnes back in the fold, um, but uh, like a lot of albums that came out in the 90s, uh, nobody wants to hear this kind of music at that point. Or the people that do are too old, or, or not too old, but they're getting older. They've got families and stuff, and they don't, they don't spend their money on the albums like they did when they were younger. And this thing basically um, comes and goes without much uh, fanfare. Um, but you know, I guess it still gets the name out there a bit. Lets the hardcores know you still exist. Um, but nothing really that comes off this album that comes to mind as being a great song or anything like that. In 99, though, they do, uh, moving into the where the music industry was going, uh, they released uh, Live at Sturgis, which I have to admit is a 
really good concert and a pretty good CD. It's got all the big hits. Um, really good crowd at Sturgis because the bikers know how to how to party. Um, kind of funny, all music only give it two and a half stars, but I I thought it was pretty good. Uh, mind you, I'm a pretty big 38 special guy, so that could be why. And uh, we don't even want to talk about that they released a Christmas album in 2001. Uh, I don't know, that must have been something to do with contractual obligations or something, because, good lord, they just, that's just horrific. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, in 2004, they released Drive Train, 12th um, album by 38 Special on Sanctuary Records. Don Barnes at the helm. Um, again... It's not horrible, but it's pretty tough to, uh, you know, a lot of groups just, you can't go back. It's very, very hard to go back to uh, previous levels. You're getting older. Um, song material starts to change. Audience starts to change. Only the real biggies can survive. Um uh, no charting on this one, of course, and uh, on we go. Uh, so nothing comes out from 38 Special for quite a while. Then uh, they release a uh, 38 Special live from Texas. Now, I'm a big fan of the live albums. Um, something about the crowd and the sound that I uh, really like. Um, Just, I like live recordings. And this one's pretty good. Uh, I, I actually even own this one. Uh, pretty good. Uh, Barnes and Van Zant, of course, singing like only they can. And it, it's got most of the biggies. You know, it's the ones you know. Um, and as of this moment, uh, no more albums have come out by 38 Special. Not that that's surprising. But... Uh, they're still out there, um, still rocking, still uh, still on tour, I believe. Um, this is one of those bands where uh, it's hard to explain to people. You've got to be from the right age group to understand. And, and where I grew up, up in Canada here, uh, not in the way far in the north, but pretty far north, um, we didn't know anything. You know, what you knew about a group was basically... Uh, whatever you could see or read off of an album. Um, you know, 38 Special is not the kind of band that's getting in uh, Teen Beat or Tiger Beat or Hit Parade or much, if at all, back in those days. Um, so you knew what you knew from, I said, you know, the album cover and, and liner notes, and that's what you knew. So these guys, to me, were this you know obviously they were Americans and I don't say that in a bad way but it was like they came from a another world um, somehow they were these I mean because what little bit you did here you know well they were southern rock well back in the mid 80s or late 70s mid 80s um, 
the United, you know, from being a boy up in Canada, the United States was might as well have been on another planet. You know, people didn't move around the way they do now. Uh, there was no internet. Um, the global village, as such, was still a pretty small place. Um, if you were lucky, you might get a DJ or somebody that might drop a little wisdom on you about somebody. But other than that, you didn't. Uh, you didn't know. You know these guys. De- they were a picture, or, or maybe whatever you might have seen in a video. As videos were as MTV and up here in Canada, much music were starting to really get going in the 80s. Um, But you didn't know much. So there was more... I think it's something that's really been lost in the music industry and in films, uh, well, in in entertainment period. Uh, There's no mystique about anything. Uh, You know about things long before they happen. Um, Singles are dropped, things like that. Like We used to go to the record store and you didn't know you would get there and go, oh my goodness, there's a new album by, you know, fill in the blank. And you had no idea. It was suddenly, it was just there. And, you know, part of the fun was going and flipping through the albums in the bin, trying to find something or or finding things that you didn't know existed. Like I had, I, mean, I was a big Kiss fan, full disclosure. I had no idea. Like the first Kiss album I got was uh, Destroyer, so 76. Um and I was a couple years older, so it would have been 78, 79, something like that. But I had no idea that they had previous albums or new ones or any of that. I did, You didn't know. Like, unless they told you. And every once in a while, you'd see that kind of thing in liner notes, but not that often. Um, so, the, the, yeah, I mean, the fun. I mean, it was a, an adventure. And it was a good time. And you were rewarded when you came across a copy of something and you didn't know what it you know, Oh, my goodness, what's this? And you didn't have any idea what it sounded like. You know, if you got, uh, uh, you know, most bands back then didn't change their sound too often. But every once in a while they would. And you'd get a a curve out of left field. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's that's just missing. And for me, 38 Special, great band. Still listen to them today. Um, You know. Can't say too much bad about them. They provided some pretty, uh, for me anyway, uh, those three albums, uh, Special Forces, Tour de Force, and Strength in Numbers, kind of soundtracked a lot of my summers. Um, And as I said, you know, uh, 12 studio albums, a couple of live albums, a couple compilations, 25 singles in their career. Um, From what I can see, some pretty decent record sales for back in the day, back when platinum meant something. Uh, said Special Forces, their highest charting album at number 10. And, uh, of course, uh, Caught Up in You goes uh, number, number 10. Uh, I believe that Second Chance actually hit number 6. That's their highest charting single. That's odd. Uh, tells you a lot about the music industry. But anyway, so that's 38 Special in a nutshell. Um, I could deep dive it more if people were interested, but I don't know if they are. But let's throw that out there and see what anybody has to say about it. So uh, if you get a chance, uh, 38 Special, pick up the uh, flashback, the best of 38 Special. It went went platinum. Uh, 
1987. Uh, that's the album you need. Unless you really are get into them, then you can start uh, picking up some of the older ones for those uh, gems and uh, deep cuts. But anyway, that's Tim coming to you from the Great White North with, uh, I don't know what we'll call it, uh, Tim's Summer of Fun in uh, uh, Flash 80s Flashback, White Men Can't Dance. There you go, White Men Can't Dance. Uh, so anyway, I hope you learned a little something, and if not, well, that's unfortunate and if you did great and uh, check out some 38 special when you get a chance uh, have a good one everybody and we'll see you on the next one